and welcome to another episode of Flourish Heavy. Yes, in studio today with my guys. I think this might be the most I've ever had in studio. Sup, baby? Uh, we got my guy Chris Burns. That's me. Returning. Uh, he's been here before. The dark you know? attack in the building. Yeah, he's, he's been here before by himself. But now he's, he's here and he's joined by my guy Evan Fox. Wow, that Ooh. was so... Like Jewish mom Had to it was. Had to So Jewish mom And also too Joining the studio Although he doesn't have a microphone He is here Our guy Jeff Bailey um, Cook over at Croft Alley uh, Who's just kind of You know Sitting in on this one Now Total G Thank you for being here boys I appreciate it We love you heavy Evan's yeah. got the fucking belt Yeah he's wearing For the Store Horseman fans Who know who I am Our, our predictions title belt was left here by the fucking paper champion Josh Martin. Now around the sexy, gorgeous waist of Evan here. Literally, like it feels so good. I it saw, does. Yeah, I, I saw it immediately, and I had to. <laughs> I had to have it. Yeah, um, man. I lost the belt a few weeks ago. I'm sad not to have it now, but that's okay. Summerslam's coming up. It. It's okay. I'll have it back. Wear soon. it in health. Wear it in health, Evan. Please. Okay, so wait. Evan's here. Uh, I want to get into a quick interview with Evan before we talk about what's going on in the world, but. You know, I'm a Jew, you know, for anybody who doesn't know. <gasps> yeah, exactly. So I got to get out of here. So Jewy. <laughs> who, 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 who didn't know that I wasn't Jewish? But, you know, bagels are a very important part of my life. Of and important part of any Jew's life. L'chaim. And L'chaim. coming from Toronto, born in Montreal, you know, started out in New York. Bagels, you know, they run through my blood. You understand? <laughs> and bagels are very important. And. Bagels in LA are starting to, I don't want to say fully flourish, I, but the bagel culture <laughs> in LA is really starting to come up, you know? And, I agree. And, I agree. And, it's, and it's starting to really solidify itself. And I feel like this is the pre flourish. This know is the pre flourish, man. Mm. Now, I the wanna, empire start to begin. I right want to I wanna shout out, you know, a, a couple, you know, establishments leading into this. You know, there's the places like Langer's, you know? <laughs> Love that Langer's. Anybody who doesn't know about Langer's, you know that double uh, that double baked rye with the pastrami number nineteen. Number nineteen, Fuck unbelievable. Um, a lot Ooh. of different places where you can eat Jewish food in LA, <laughs> but Evan here um, started a company called Yeasty Boys. Now Yeasty Boys is a tr- it's basically a catering and uh, mobile, you know, food truck, truck. food truck. Plural trucks, trucks. Yes, two trucks. Mazel tov. Two the trucks. One. Fleet. Oh yeah, got the fleet going. It's a fleet. It's a fleet. <laughs> Spread your wings. Spread your wings. So let's talk about it. I mean, like you know, bagel culture in LA is starting to flourish. It's starting to gain. You know, people are starting to realize that there's there are good places beyond you know the Langers. Totally, um, totally. And you know, shout out Langers, but Langers is downtown. It's My a, car got totaled it, parked on fucking Alvarado. It's across from MacArthur Park. <laughs> Just oof. it closes at I 4 see. p.m. Um, and it's you have to go down there. Whereas what you got going on is you're all over the city um, now with these two trucks. And let's just get into it. Like what what really inspired you to start Easty Boys? So I'm a Jew from Scottsdale, Arizona, which is like the second retirement next to Boca in Florida. Mm-hmm. So all the East Coast Jews show up. There's actually like a lot of good Jewish delis. Shout out to Chompies, Scottsdale, Arizona. Fucking, you met Shane, my homie Shane Malik. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, you know, um, just grew up, bar mitzvahs, 
you know, you know, fucking <laughs> weddings, brisses, being Jewish, being Jewish, just constant deli food, deli thought life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 then you know, I moved to New York in '08 or '09. Lived there for a long time. And that's just all I ate, dude. Like it was like. Where was your favorite bagel in the city? I personally, the Bagel Hole on Fifth Avenue and actually Seventh Avenue and Fifth Street, okay. which is basically like Park Slope, Brooklyn. Okay. Um, okay. It was a hole in the wall. They did a lot of wholesale too. A lot of the ba- a lot of the spots that you get bagels at, just random restaurants that carry bagels come from those guys. Yeah. And they're like a sleeper, dude. Like they've been there. It, it, the place feels like it's been there for a hundred years. It's a dive, dude. If you can imagine, like, the diviest bar but bagel shop. It's fucking amazing. Love that. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of that in New York. Oh, yeah. Um, so following New York, you basically – did you move to L.A.? Or? I moved to L.A. Uh, after, and no, and I got here, and I was like – you know, I, bagels are like um, – there's a lot of bagel spots that are like 24-7 over there because they're always – you know, they're baking constantly, so they're always just flipping sandwiches. Wait, Chris, do, have you, you, do you eat bagels? See, I was going to chime in when there was a, when there was a <laughs> yeah. break there. Yeah. I was going to chime in. Daddy, come on. See, no, no, no. I'm I'm from south of the 10. You know what I mean? (laughs) And bagel culture is not a huge thing. You know what I mean? Down there. So I was going to ask you. We're trying to break that barrier. Well, that's my whole thing. I was like, see, I mean, bread, you know, we fucks with the bread, but not on a level that it seems our tribesmen brothers. Yeah. You know, are really down with. So when I'm when I'm looking for the right bagel. Well, no. What's the? Well, I was just gonna ask. What's the carb equivalent of a bagel for <sighs> people that don't know about bagels? Think it's a fucking like weird donut. A beef yeah. patty, a, a, a roll on a beef. Like you know. What I'm I mean, about? you know. Look, my 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 people are from the south. They fuck with the monkey bread big time. Mm-hmm. The cornbread, obviously. Yeah. So that's where we're getting the carbs mm-hmm. on uh, the traditional cultural meal. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so, so if you're gonna have a breakfast sandwich, it's gonna be on a biscuit. Ooh, maybe a croissant. Because again, they're wow. all Creoles. My, my wow. people are all Creoles. Totally. Wow. Yeah, I, did, yeah, yeah. I did a little thing. With, I did. I filmed a little thing with Too Short recently. He's from. He's uh, from Oakland, but yeah. his whole family's from the south. And he had never had a bagel, so we were just like, "Yo, let's let's just like sit down with this dude and eat." Right, right. And he, it, it was just like, the the closest thing he's ever had was like some shitty microwave thing at Starbucks. Exactly. And so, you know, what I mean, people that aren't that don't know about the bagels, they they there it's it's a, there's a learning curve. Dude. What am I looking for when when I want the right bagel? I'll let heavy. Yeah, heavy. Because I'm I'm I see the Instagram stories heavy. <laughs> I see okay. the runny cheese. I okay. see the fucking okay. eggs, and I'm like, "What? What are we? What am I?" Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I think that um, the most important thing in a bagel, like, okay, first of all, there's many different types of bagels. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, there's Montreal bagels. There's Detroit style bagels. There's a dude. Detroit style bagel, which I don't even know if I've ever had. Uh, I had them growing up just because my family would bring them back home, but they're similar to New York, I would say. Okay, dense? Yeah. Uh, more chewy, actually. Oh, okay, wow. Chewier. So that's kind of what a Montreal bagel is. You understand that? Yeah, Montreal- yeah, yeah. Have you ever had a Montreal bagel, Joe? No? Okay, Montreal bagel is like kind of sweet, very doughy, chewy. Bo- shout out to Honey in the Boil, dude. Shout out to saint Vitier. Um Open 24 hours, just making bagels all day. Uh, the thing about a Montreal bagel is it doesn't usually... 
you know, it's not like round. There's a lot of space in between the hole. Do you know okay. What I'm saying? It's, like, it's like, you know, not not to make it too sexual, but yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? It's like a big ring. Yeah, you know tight, what I'm saying? tight. Big ring. They serve them um, like almost like Wetzel pretzels. You, you get them in this bag and you kind of yes, just eat them like yes, that. Yes. Mm. It's they're and they're they, thinner. They, they, they're they come, yeah, they're, they're they're thin. They got a crust, but then yeah. they're doughy and like and they're chewy sweet. on the inside, and they're sweet. Whereas in Toronto, the bagels are cakey and fluffier, and they do have a little bit of a crust, but they've got that like salty sweet combo because it's a little bit cakey on the inside and fluffy. But, okay, okay. But super poppy and yeah, I'm a soft, b- softer bread yeah, kind of guy. He, he you understand? Yeasty boys, dude. He would, he would. Yeah, the doughy test. New York, like just fucking plumper. Yeah, mm. you know. Yeah, very... five ounce bagels the size of a, a basically a small pizza. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely New York style, uh, delicious. And I mean, I can, I can get into you. you, I mean, I'll let you get into the, like all the different sandwiches that you have. Um, but let's, let's move back to like how it really, really began. Yeah. How did it pop off? What, what made you start Yeasty Boys? What was it? So what was the moment? So when I, so when I'm, I actually, I was in New York, um, visiting while I was still living in LA and I was, you know, doing music stuff, bartending. I went to go get, visit some friends with my girlfriend at the time <clears throat> in New York, and it was just sort of like a, oh my god, I miss you so much. Like why? Like the bagel. Yeah, it was all <laughs> I ate when I was back for a week. I was just crushing. Bagels. Same thing I do when I go to Toronto. Or New Unbelievable. Go nuts. Go Unbelievable. Nuts. And you need to come to Toronto. I do. I heard I'd kill it out there. He probably would kill it. <laughs> Hell yes. Uh, anyone heavy nose flourishes, you know? This whole room is a, is a room full of flourishers. No, without question. So, so, but I would say, uh, you know, I was just back out there and I got really inspired when I came back. And I kind of was look when I got back from my little trip, I was looking and I was like, dude, there's really, like, there really needs something here. And I don't know, you know, uh, I, I knew there was a lot of New York transplants. I knew there was a lot of Jews here. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fuck around and go for it. And it was actually kind of created as just a side project for me for fun. Me and a friend um, just were like started an Instagram account and made like fucking weird pictures of like Tupac holding a bagel. You yeah. know what I mean? Just like, just like shit like that. It was just like a fun like after work thing we would do. And then, fun life. Yeah. <laughs> you, are, you already know. Uh, and so and so like uh, I would say, you know, we started doing stuff out of our apartment and um, delivering them to just random people in town that we thought would dig them. And they're like, dude, you guys need to like pop off. And uh, a friend of mine, shout out to Nick Adler, uh, owns the Roxy, does all the food at um, for for Golden Voice for Coachella, mm. FYF, all those festivals. There was an opening for you know bagels at the uh, at Coachella one year, and we we're just like, dude, let's go in. And that was like the craziest experience, man. Like that shit was like balls. And what ball. what what year is this? This was in two. This was 2014, leading up to 2015. So that Coachella was, was 2015. Um, and then yeah, dude, it just kind of popped off from there. Wow, crazy. It's fucking incredible. Love you, heavy. Thank I you. know. I mean, <laughs> love your support. Love anybody, support. anybody, anybody who knows uh, the restaurant industry. I've never actually worked in a restaurant. Jeff, I'm sure can attest to this, but it's really not easy uh, to run a restaurant, especially these dudes, dude. Like, yeah. that's the hardest part of it all. Um, Burnout and, and fatigue is heavy. Yeah, and 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 not only running a restaurant, but running a business simultaneously, which is what it is. Oh, you my know. God. Um, I've had multiple breakdowns. Yeah, and it's then okay. you get through it, and then you're just yeah. Like, you get, but then you fix the truck, and then yes, you push through. Totally you know. Um, <laughs> so you know, you started in 2014 at Coachella, and then it just kind of started off with one truck. Yeah. And then, 
you know you your following has grown both online and you know people really set, like are they they seek a good bagel in of the course, city because there's course. a lot of you know trans I don't, transports is that what they're called transplants transplants yeah 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 there yeah, are yeah, yeah a lot of fake yeah. tits there's a lot of fake tits in the city you know what I'm saying I don't know so if that's it's like, you know what I'm saying you know sure, what I'm fucking sure. saying so it's it's people are looking for a good bagel and including myself you know me always. too now there's a lot of cool shit popping up I mean like there's a place in Highland Park called Bell's Bagels they've been doing stuff for a while um, they run out of uh, a venue called the Hi Hat um I st- I've tried their bagels, but I still haven't been able to make it out just because. Like, shout out Wexler, shout, shout out, out Wexler, shout out Nate Nows, shout out uh, a lot of those guys. A lot of those guys uh, use the same purveyor. I think they use Brooklyn Bagel for like their oh, bagels. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, it's wow, hard, wow. dude. Bagel production is like very hard. It's it's one of those things where you like you have to like full balls balls in like a hundred percent like if you want to do bagel production it's it's almost like you know like the wexler's dudes they like they like perfect the smoked salmon they do the pastrami i don't know how they could like pull off the bagel production not simultaneously either i mean that's like i don't know if they make it in-house or if they get them they from definitely get them else. they get i don't know they get them from know. brooklyn brooklyn bagel most likely oh, okay, yeah well. i know nate niles does chompy or not chompy canters does uh Freaking! Uh, I don't know where Greenblatt's gets their stuff, but oh, okay. You know, anyway, it's yeah, it's tough to it's tough to produce your own bagels in the city. It seems super like tough, yeah. Dude. Um, do you use tap water or do these? So that's waters? like you know we do like, but but the thing is is like we you know we have a filter on it, but it's it's still tap. The thing is 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 what what makes the difference is like New York water is super soft. Uh, there's no weird chemicals or fillers and shit like it's coming from the Catskills. Everything's fresh. That's why like Italian food is like the produce is so good. The tomatoes are just like so good. Mm-hmm. Here it's like the the water is very hard because it's filled with like fluoride and like all kinds of shit. I don't drink tap water here. You know what's funny is a Canadian kid who I know who just moved here and we were hanging out and he's like, yeah, I've been living here for like two months. He's like, yeah, I've been drinking the tap water. I'm like, okay, this is not yeah. Canada. <laughs> Stop drinking the tap water. Certainly. And then I was telling this to some girl, and she's like, you know, we live north of the city, and the tap water is actually okay up there. And I'm like, bitch, keep drinking that fucking tap water, all right? Grow that third eye, that third titty, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? I have nothing to do with this. Anyway, so what I really want to know is, is you know, how you started, we get it, Coachella, inspired by New York, young Jewish man. Now, me and you... If you didn't know, now you motherfucking do. Have a collaboration sandwich called the Heavy. Bacon, Ooh. egg, and cheese, which is very East Coast, and it has a hash brown in it if you haven't had it, which I know you haven't because no. I know you would have yeah. told me if you had. I would have told the you. The Wednesday, we'll go and get it at the Melrose Place, uh, on Melrose Place instead of Alfred's. Dude, his it's, it's dome's going to be Very, 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 very good. You okay. understand that? All right. Now, I, and, and there's nothing, there's no larger privilege, I feel, <laughs> than to have... Like to then to be knighted by a restaurant and to have Love a you. restaurant item named after me. You understand that? You deserve it. Well deserved. And, you know, if I get hit by a truck tomorrow, the heavy the heavy will live on forever. 100%. You understand? Surely. Okay, but <laughs> but what I what I want to know is I know you've done a lot of uh, different collaborations with other people, including yeah. you know YG and you know porn stars and <laughs> this person and that person. Yeah. What has been your? I don't want to say favorite, but what what have what have been some of the other collaborations that you've done? 
<clears throat> we've done a few, man. We did a sandwich with Vince Staples that was really dope for like FYF. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got a song uh, called Poppy Street, which is where he grew up in. And of course, fucking Poppy, dude. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Gotta, gotta roll out the Poppy for that. Yeah. Um, you know, we did uh, we did some cool stuff with the Ace Hotel. Uh, these little things called rip and dips. You know, you you pull up and like we kind of just cut up a bagel and like you dip it in cream cheese and like Love that's that. that's the thing. Um, Love that. But honestly, dude, I would say that that YG collab was my favorite uh, for multiple reasons. One. Uh, we did a fuck Donald Trump bagel on election day, which was very special. Uh, it, we fucking made red bagels like blood shit. We p- took the co- we took the fucking <laughs> truck to Compton, Bompton. Yeah, hey, I was about to say, so I was about to say, I was about to say. We rolled up and like it was, it was actually a privilege. I'll say it was a privilege because to like roll up to give out free food to people that you know like were not voting for Trump. Ninety seven percent of blacks voted for Clinton. And nobody else showed up. Like, shout out to fucking black community because that's that's You're all, welcome. that's all we got. You're welcome. That's literally all we got. Uh, and just <laughs> shout see- out everybody <laughs> south of the motherfucking ten. Yes. You understand that? Seriously. We hear you. One time. We hear you. Yeah. Sorry, my, my bad. It's okay. Uh, and excited. so and so. <laughs> And so, uh, you know, and just getting to to meet the people that uh, live there that, you know, maybe don't know about bagels, Mm -hmm. but just to talk to them and, and, and like get them stoked on it and then also like support a cause where we're all in it together. Like, yo, we started the day so pumped and like there was 0% chance in in our head Trump was going to win. Like everyone's just like partying, fucking like get. We were getting trashed, like yeah. like and bang. Like it was just a. It was like a fucking. We. It was the best day ever. YG four hundred. <laughs> four hundred, son. But it was like it's you know it. The the end of the day was horrible. <laughs> yeah. So the day ended shitty, but like that that collaboration was really cool. It was really meaningful. I, I still keep in touch with like Mama YG, who Sweet. also has a dope food truck called Nene's Barbecue. Shout it's, out Nene. Oh yeah, it's hot pink. Have you had that? I've had the Nene's. Is it nice. good? It's pretty pretty rad. Wow. I still need to make rad. it, dude. Yeah. Um, her friend Carmilla always comes to the truck and, and kicks it. Okay, so, and another thing that people might not know is that you were just on the phone before we came into the studio with the man who owns this building, Paulie Shore. Very, very close, dear to my heart. Oh, okay. shout out so, the weasel. So Polly he's upstairs. Weasel. He's upstairs right so, now. Yeah. So, do you have any like? Do you have any stories that you want to share about him? Because you know we are in <laughs> this is his space. You know? He's a, he's a living legend, man. Like he he like what I and I told Paul, I was like, dude, like he's on some like Bill Murray, Jeff Goldblum institution iconic shit. Yep. And and I I want to like. Bio-dome. Yeah, like, dude, like he—that's <laughs> the pool. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's like a renaissance or like what, whatever it is with him, but like he—he he will have a resurgence. He, that's like I'm just like the wee surgeons. Hard. Come on, thank actually you. Actually, hard. That's what I do. Uh, and um, I don't know, dude. Like he's just you know, my mom passed away this year. His mom passed away this year. We kind of bonded on that. He just kind of comes to the truck. Like he lives in Silver Lake, which is mm-hmm. where we park on Sundays. And he's about the he's Jewish, dude. Sunday Sunday bagel ritual, you yeah. know. And so Absolutely. he he pulls up. We just got you know we just became really close. And um, he's a he's brilliant. He's uh really good with money. Mm-hmm. Like he's just an he's like an entrepreneur. Like he owns a bunch of uh, properties, and you know, but he lives with with within his means. It's it's cool, man. He lives in like a quadplex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. He's, he's the low key lifestyle, but like does well for himself. I don't know if he's gonna like if if he wants that like plastered on the internet. Yeah, so whatever. <laughs> Bleep it out. Yeah. 
I'm 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 just like dicks out. So yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, about that. no, no, no. I love your honesty. <laughs> the weasel's a humble one. Yeah, he's a humble yeah, it's one. It's good to be humble. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he would like that. Mm. You know, he's very humble, man. Especially I, in this fucking city, you know, attracts taking out with attract my someone, fucking ass. Right. Yeah, <laughs> attract someone who's not just like looking to take advantage of you for you know your fame or your totally, clout man. or your money. Yeah, know Louise very so, well. So now that you've you know solidified yourself, you've been here for a couple of years. People are coming to the truck. You know, there, there. I know there's been a long list of famous people who enjoy your bagels. Uh, I don't want to out anybody, but yeah. like, who are some anybody cool that that that's come to the truck that you want to mention or shout out? Yeah, man. Um, I was blown the fuck away. Natalie Portman rolled up like a few weeks ago. Wow. And Los Feliz. I think she lives out there. I'm assuming with fuck her kids. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, I. Like early on, probably like a year into it when we were posting up on Melrose Place, like Kendall Jenner would roll up for for a plain bagel with plain cream cheese. Yeah, you know, that's that's you know as, as, <laughs> as like as beginner as beginner. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, Everyone's I'm got down there. with that. You gotta I'm start not, somewhere. It might have not been for her. It might have been for her her nephew or that's her niece. That's true. That's true. You know? Like she she was definitely like you know there a few times. So I don't know, but whatever. But um, that was that was notable, dude. Honestly, like uh. One of my favorites was anybody who eats a plain bagel with plain cream cheese when they're like getting yeah. fucked just like lays there. You know, you can tell. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Continue. continue. Oh my god! Uh, you, I you see, a- you you go to brunch with a girl and she orders like a jalapeno cheddar yeah, bagel with like hard. two cr- types of cream You're cheese and like fucked. bacon and tomatoes. You start like with doggy style on that. Nasty. Yeah, yeah. You know she's gonna be slapping that, <laughs> she's giving you nasty. that a one happy sloppy. Jenny just looked at me like I was a crazy person, and I just might. No, but. Uh, should call the plain bagel the missionary bagel. Yeah, the missionary. <laughs> it's so fucking basic, man. The yeah. missionary. That's actually genius. Yeah. Um, that's what it is. One of my favorites is Billy Crystal, dude. So like, oh, fuck um, you. so wow. this, this was legend, the, legend. Uh, yeah, legend. So here's here's how it went down. So his son. This was so his son-in-law hit me up. I had no idea it was his son-in-law. I had no idea it was Billy Crystal. Um, he hit me up like a month prior to like a Mother's Day brunch they wanted to do. He's like, hey, man, I got a private party, like 20 people in the Palisades. Can you come? Can you show up, do some bagel stuff? You know, we'll buy you out for the morning or whatever it is. I'm like, sure. I mean, sounds good to me. Price mm-hmm. is right. Awesome. Cool. So we roll up, and we pull, our truck kind of pulls into this, like, nice Palisade spot. The gate opens. We roll in. The gate closes behind us. And the dude, the son-in-law, comes out. And he's like, hey, thanks for rolling up. You know, we're kind of – We're with the truck. And well, we're like – he's like, you know, hey, you know thanks for uh, – Thanks for uh, coming. Give us like 25, 30 minutes. We're kind of just like the kids are kind of wrapping up and whatever, getting dressed. It was kind of in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like, cool. So we're like grills on. We're prepping. And they start coming out. All of a sudden, Billy Crystal in his clipper shirt walks out. And I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't. I was like, what, like, I was like Whoa, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck. And I I remember looking this dude up to who the the guy who really who yeah his son in law you know I was just like curious who I was like doing a private party for on Mother's Day in the Palisades and you know he did a bunch of movies I don't I don't even remember what they were but like he was kind of in the industry so I was like oh cool 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 but yeah dude Billy Crystal rolls out it was his the party was his wife's Mother's Day party wow and uh, dude he we just kicked it like talked about pumpernickel bagels <laughs> talked about just just bagels man I just respect how hard of a Clippers fan Billy Crystal is oh yeah that's how, how I have forever been 100% um, and this Clippers will eventually have a resurgence I don't know if they were ever good I mean what does that even mean <laughs> yeah exactly that's the whole they were never good franchise has been snake bit yeah, from yeah. day one he, even even uh, like Corey, McCorm 
Cormageddi days. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine being like that, like as diehard about anything as Billy Crystal is about about the Clippers. Seriously, that's pretty sick. Honestly, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. I had to give up my Clipper fandom. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, good times and bad times. I'm a WWE guy. So you know. Before we get into all, all, all the other stuff, which is what I know Chris wants to chime in on, you know, all the free agency and the sports and... I mean, I got opinions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we want to know what is next for Yeasty Boys now. You got a second truck? Two trucks, man. Um, I know that... You, first of all, thank you so much for putting the heavy thing on the truck. Dude, I was like a that huge honor. <laughs> that was the huge, huge honor. That huge. was the most stoked uh, like I've been in a while. Super super cool, bro. Super super Dude, cool. I I did it cuz it was good. Not even just like it was like legitimately fucking great. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm I'm stoked to have you on as a your as presidential a as a, presidential as a, as a gang member. Yeah, dude. Well, so like so, it's like your plaque on a on a fucking like booth at like, you know, fucking Langers or some shit. Yes. So I know that I, I know that you. What? Well, that yeah. Oh my god. I, I would cry. I, I cry. I cry. I cry sometimes. I cry. I cry. I believe I it. Cry out of joy. Into a bagel. But yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but have you ever cried over food? Like it was so good that you cried. Um, I th- I must have. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Too. I, I've cried of joy so many times, and food has brought in so much of that joy. I cannot attribute it or shout out. Totally. Shout out. Shout out. Food. Shout, shout out. Food. food. Shout out. Food. Um. But what's going on next for Yeasty Boys? That's a good question. I, you know, it's funny. Like it took me two years to open Truck Two. I could have done it two years ago. I'm just like very day by day, take it day by day. Like you know, it's so hard to keep track of staff. Yep. Turnover so high, and I was I was actually I was telling you this yesterday. Like I've been in this now like almost four years, and and it didn't hit me until this year that I was I'm seeing this pattern where like. Every single year around summertime, people get fucking burned out, so hot out. Like our truck is a steel trap. It's there's no AC in it. They just get cranky and it's hard and people get burned out. And so we start to lose people. That's like the biggest I would say that's my biggest issue is just staffing it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you will attest staffing is really tough. Your crew is pretty tight though. Haven't had any issues with staffing. That's amazing, honestly. Like you've had the same crew for for a while, at least from what I've seen. But the truck is just like it's a boiler room. It's dude. a different. It's a different it's setting. It's 140 degrees in there on a hot yeah, day. Yeah, There's yeah. no AC. It's all yeah, steel yeah, yeah. and shit. There, and you're you're next to a grill. But anyway, I mean, I guess I guess I really want to perfect what I have kind of going on right now. Get it super tight, honed in, and yep. we'll see. You know, like there's always ways to make sort of like uh, different revenue streams, like catering and whatever the fuck. But always room for more flourishing. All day, bro. <laughs> I love to flourish that. harder. Flourish gang, so. um, well, I wish you nothing but success. Thank you, heavy. And, same, same. Um, and you are all always welcome for some heavies on me. Hey, one time. One okay. time. Well, if you're going to be there on Wednesday, maybe I'll bring him by on Wednesday. I will. Let's okay. do it. We okay. should tape that. Mm-hmm. What? Us going, me trying yeah, heavy for the first we time. Should. We should. Yeah. You'll love it. Um, That's what I do. It's unbelievable. Um, okay, so now let's talk about what's going on. Now, you know, this podcast is great. We can all speak our minds. Totally. Um, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, whether it be some fucked up shit, whether it be some loving shit, 
um, which is the type of thing that I'm on because you know I'm so loving, you know? Loving, dude. So um, loving. You're about to thrive. I'm about to thrive. I'm about humanity and love and... Heavy the humanist. And, and that course. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. So, you know, recently there was this guy, Alex Jones, who got his podcast removed. You guys know who Alex Jones is? Of course. Total fucking... Do you know who Alex Jones is? Scumbag. Okay, so <laughs> I... Mentally ill, though, I think. Like, not even... I just think so embedded within that culture, that guy, you know, but I don't uh, like the conspiracy culture and such. Just like just just being a bigot, I guess. Yeah. The bigot called bigotry. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just <laughs> and like being, being the biggest fucking bigot. Like, and, and also a news source that just doesn't tell the truth. Yeah. So I think that, um, you know. He there, and there's a controversy now. A controversy now said because people are saying that it's um, against free speech to basically take down what he's saying. Now, I just want to say how I feel on the topic, and then I'd love to hear about how you feel on the topic. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Now, I think that every single person in America, and what makes America and every free country great is the ability to speak your mind, especially as a comedian. Um, You know, you can say some fucked up shit on stage, but you're always trying to convey um, a point, whether it be, you know, pointing something out or making something funny um, or just wanting to talk about something that you, you think needs to be talked about, you know? And I consider it a huge privilege, you know? Like... And, and it's something that people, a lot of people take for granted, just like food. You know what I mean? Like within North America, like food, free speech is always taken for granted. My grandfather fought in World War II, you know, for free speech, for the opportunity for me to be able to come to, for, for this moment, for every moment that I'm here in the U.S. You know what I'm saying? And it's a beautiful thing, you know, and I have my opinions and I express them. But I think that ultimately, like, evil will always lose you know like that that's how i feel about it you know mm-hmm. and i think that everyone's in dark Holocaust everyone's shit. everyone's given the privilege of free speech but if you abuse that privilege then it can be easily taken away you know um Ooh. and i think that you know there's a point to everything you know and he had surpassed that point um and you know, and, and it's 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 funny how like divided the country is. You know how like it's it's pretty black or white on the, on a subject like this. Like if you ask somebody if they are a supporter of Alex Jones and they say yes, then they're a racist, right? And if you ask them if they're not, you know, and they have something to say about the guy, then they're probably you know. A, a Democrat and a normal person. <clears throat> I'm pretty you know? opinionated and about I'm not, this and Alex Jones shit. And I'm not to say that re- there's Republicans out there that you know aren't you know normal people, but <laughs> or, you know, ha- half 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 normal, half normal. Mm-hmm. You know, like the old old school Republicans. Are yeah, half like no, there are some normal Republicans, but it's just like, like John McCain kind of vibe. But at this point. It just seems like it's just so divided, and and a topic like this is you know right in the center of it. And I'm 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 all for it getting taken down, and I'm all for uh, I'm all for anything that spews that type of hate 
being taken down. I, I have, I'm very opinionated on, on this. Do you, do you got something here on this first? I'd, I'd love to hear what you have to say right. first. <laughs> so here's what I think. Everything you just said was like spot on about the free speech and shit. Yeah. But like Facebook is a private site. Twitter is a private site. Spotify is a private site. Fuck yes for them to just be like Apple. blocking those fuckers. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like fuck Alex yeah, Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if, for them. I, if I yep. start a business and I'm like, uh, and I'm as big as Apple or, you know, like the companies, it's like, dude, like I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like if you are spewing hate on my platform, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And, 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 like that is also free speech. Yeah. And so, so there's two things. There's, there's that, but there's also like, you know, technology has changed everything. So back in the day, you know, free speech, you're out there picketing, you have, you know, you're putting shit at the paper, whatever you want to do. But like, it's like warfare now, dude. Like technology and algorithms, like the, these people can successfully spread lies that are masked in truth and it affects everything. Um, it and, and so I don't blame these companies for being like, you're out. Yeah. Like get the fuck out. You want you want to spew this kind of shit. It's about time, actually. Good luck. And also, too, now that I think I think this is also like you know, I don't want to stay strategic before we get into your thoughts on it, but I think now that 2020 is coming up, yeah, um, people really don't want this guy in office for another four years, and some people, yes, <laughs> with the good people. Well, I mean. And I feel so powerful wearing this belt talking about this too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm readjusting it. I'm like really Demi- fucking heated. Democratic champion. Yeah. But I, I'd love to hear what, what you think about Chris as a black man in America. Uh, well, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily a free speech issue. I agree totally with Evan, like 100%. It's, you know, if I walk into, you know, work and just start popping off crazy. I can get fired ASAP. Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. if I'm on someone else's platform, they can do they they have the prerogative to put whatever they want out on their platform. And if your shit is divisive and hateful and all these things and, and offensive, lies. Right, and just untrue, yeah. then they have every every right to ax it. And and I think yeah, okay, sorry, continue. No, no, no. And so it's like if he, you know, if he wants to say whatever he he's got to say on his own website, on his own fucking whatever broadcasting system go ahead and do that but i don't i don't see this as any sort of injustice against the first amendment you know what i mean or anything like that okay and and to what you're saying i think that um you're right and you know like there's a lot of communities like that like you know the kkk and you know other other organizations and that's what they do yeah you know because they know that they're not that if they're spewing some shit like that on any one of these major streaming services, yeah. that not only is it going to get taken down, that they're probably going to go to jail. It's rap. Yeah, totally. So I think that that Alex Jones guy was on borderline of being, you know, like uh, basically an organization like the KKK, you know? Oh, totally. And and people were just like this is too this is too close, you know? So this is coming down. And even and even worse because of the access that he had. Like yeah. just dude, I mean millions and millions of people every fucking day use Facebook, Twitter, like YouTube. It's like that's what I mean about technology. It's like the 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 paradigm has shifted. Like you can't be so careless with that kind of information. Like it, that's how you start 
like revolutions yeah. of just because like, nobody facts checks anything nobody. anymore. No, no, they they re- like Google is like facts now. Well, you can if you Google I am right dot com, you're gonna get you know what I mean exactly no, what you're you looking for. I mean, you can like, indulge in your own bullshit is yes, what I'm just trying to say. People, but a lot of people on the internet don't know the source of what they're reading. Totally. Yeah. They, they have no fucking idea. People, yeah. dude, people are spreading, like, you know, just on Facebook, like, people are sp- spreading, like, the the, the the blatant fake sites that these people spread articles on. It's like, dude, like, did you did you even read this? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you just saw the, like, sort of, like, bait-click fucking, like, headline. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that even, like, they, they spread um, articles from, like, five years ago. It's like, dude, this was dated, like, literally 2010. Like, right. what, like, did you check this? You know what's an interesting <clears throat> news source that I've been following for a little bit? It's called BuzzFeed News. Yeah. It's an interesting news source. It's like half bullshit, half like, yeah. you know. Um, Was it like a top five things you should know today? I, I haven't see. seen those as many no, anymore. No, 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 that, no. that was like yeah. a two year ago fad, I think. I yeah, want to yeah. show you. I want to show you. At, like the last thing that I posted from them was <laughs> Alex Jones getting removed from my uh, so, I read a lot of Vice. Love Vice. Yeah. I actually just kind of love The Onion. Yeah, The Onion's great. Like oh, the, <laughs> an Instagram model was attacked by a shark while trying to I get saw a that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bed. That's funny. BuzzFeed News. That's BuzzFeed News. <laughs> I mean, that is news. Oh, oh, oh. A group of rhino poachers were eaten by lions after breaking into a wildlife yeah. reserve. I mean, like, that's just news that I want to hear. Life finds a way. Life finds a way, dude. It's just news that I want to hear. But, uh,. Yeah. Oh, did you guys watch uh, Kanye on Kimmel the other day? I'm so happy that you brought <laughs> Kanye. I was wanting this to be a topic. So Yes, did I you? did. And what did you think? I mean, it's someone who believes his own bullshit but doesn't have any way of articulating it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Which shows you that it's all agenda-based and has nothing to do with what he actually believes. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're asked a yes or no question of whether or not Trump's a good president and you go off into this soliloquy about how life is and how you got to lead with love, this, that, and the other, it's like, my man, uh, yeah, <laughs> yes or no, bro? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me what it is. I think that's that's what the black community has. Like, is that that's the problem with like that they have with Kanye? Yeah, it's like, yo. Stand up for the black community. Well, know? he was our guy. Yeah. You read the, I mean, you listen to College Dropout he, and all that. It's like, oh, this is our dude. And when he did the the Trump hates, uh, uh, Bush hates, um, Bush doesn't care about black people. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, Kanye is so misunderstood. I feel like, I feel like Kanye is, he really is. He's so woke, dude, and people <laughs> aren't ready for it. Like, they just, like, the, th- the I understand. Let's hear it. Let's no, hear no, it. I understand what his message is. But I also understand how the black community thinks he's just like a fucking traitor and like just he's like fucking things up. Those two things are both true at the same time. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's it's like it's like it's like the like Israeli Palestinian conflict because like you know I know that's like the a weird fucking analogy, but like there's so much tension that it may never ever be okay. It just may not. But, like, we all know deep down that, like, love prevails. And, like, we all should just love each other and, like... I think that, you know, four years ago or however many years ago, like, we were on that route, you know? And if... You know, we... we, It was going in a good... It was going in a good direction, America. It really was. Yeah. But what... But that's what always happens, though. When you make the pendulum always swings. Exactly. Yeah. When there's a, a a huge shift in progress, it always comes back and then it levels out, and then you get a little bit more progress. That's how it always has to work. 
And I mean, the dangerous thing about Kanye is, like I said, if you can't properly articulate what you're trying to say, your message gets fucked up. And then all the people that buy into what you say take the fucked up message out into the world. And that's what we're trying to combat. And and they don't focus on any of the positive of what you might be actually. Right. Like you cannot say on television that slavery sounds like a choice. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that. It just doesn't. I get what you mean. Of course, I get what you mean as an educated, you know, fucking college grad who, you know, but that just doesn't translate properly. To anyone else, you, you know of, what I mean. What did you think of his album? Uh, it was kind of sleepy. <laughs> I think I think every album he did this year was pretty sleepy, and I think he's just like he even talked about a Kimmel. Like he's just like a typical like he's like made it. He's so wealthy. He's like I, I'll just I hired a team. I slept a lot. I hired a team. Yeah, on yeah. Kimmel. He's like I hired a team. I okayed this. I okayed that, and the album was done. It's like okay. It was like. Uh, it was like delegating art, you know. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, you know. He's got a thing going for himself for sure, but like, yeah, I thought it, it, there was. That's like the least interesting thing about Kanye these days. Yep, yep. So, totally. and I think that's what sucks is that as, um, like, I, I, I just, I, for you can't, his, you can't be like for a, his music. Like, I listen, I've said this before on the podcast, and it's like, you know, what Kanye jerks off to, or you know, what he reads or watches when he takes a shit is none of my business. Yeah, yeah. Political views, I really don't care. I wish that he would just get back to like making the music, you know, like lock himself in a room and just start making beats again. Yeah, um, I will look at everything that's around him, though, man. It's just no, like you know he's I mean. stuck I, in a and, circus. But I don't, I don't mean like actually lock himself in a room. No, like, I know what you mean. I'm yeah, just reverting back to like certainly music, to the music. To that's the what music. I was hoping for the Nas project. I'm like, okay, so that was maybe the worst of all. Of right, them, I thought totally because I haven't actually listened to it. When Kanye usually produces for his heroes, like Do or Die or the Common Projects, I'm like, oh, he he looks up to Nas, he idolizes Nas, this is going to be amazing. And then it was just like... Did you hear that unreleased Nicki Minaj Nas track that just came out? Uh-uh, I heard Dude, about it. I love Nas so much, I've always loved him, but like, I feel like some of these guys just need to retire. And, like, <laughs> do, and do their, you know, like Nas is crushing it with like... He's he's investing like chick, bill, sweet, sweet chick. chick. That's like the smallest of a, he right, just, right, right. He made like a billion dollars recently off of a, a sale for some pharmaceutical mm-hmm, company. Mm-hmm. Wow. He invested in Ring. You know that company Ring, that like security uh, company where you go to the door and like you're you know you ring the doorbell and you're like yeah. Being filmed. He's on some Jay Z shit. Yeah, dude. Fuck so right. it's yeah. like yeah. it's like him. it's like you know maybe these guys are kind of just done being artsy for a while. And that's cool, too. You know, okay. he's inspired by other shit. I, I, I must say, like, Kanye said he'd bang all of his um, <laughs> sister-in-laws and stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah. fucking yeah. I, I, was like, I was like, That's There's... one thing that Kanye is saying that I can definitely get behind. And, you understand? And, I can support that. And though. on Kimmel, how he's talking about Pornhub. I thought that was like, I was like, thank you for saying that. Like, you know, like, let's just drop the bullshit. Everyone's fucking yeah. watching Pornhub. I jerked off last night. There you go, son. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? One time. <laughs> Um, just it, one it time. Was just one time. Yeah. Right. Uh, on the music note, uh, OBB, my boys, Michael Radner, Scott Radner, they started a music division. So I just wanted to shout them out. They're doing this uh, documentary with Young Jeezy, which I think is going to be very interesting. If you guys don't know about OBB, you got to check that shit out. Mm. Um, did you see how some guy stole an airplane? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking a man. That was amazing. It was amazing. And what what was that? Like this dude well, I think it was just an elaborate suicide attempt because he was just 
completely out of his mind. They're talking to him over the whatever the communication device is to the air tower. And they're like, sir, like, do you even know like what you're doing? He's like, I've played a lot of video games. I'm good. Like, and then immediately crashes into a goddamn mountain. Horrible, no, fiery death. Yeah. yeah. It's just like. Was this, this was recent, right? Like in the past week or two? He yeah, yeah, yeah. Barrel roll. <laughs> so this is Alaska Airlines. <laughs> wow. Just an employee hopped on the jet, you know, hopped up, pulled up. Pulled off. Yeah, it was remarkable. And now they're talking about like, oh, we uh, we think we need to beef up airport security. Like, dude. no shit, dude. Like, I, I fucking, I've, dude, I've, I've had a friend that accidentally brought ammunition through. <laughs> yeah, I had a friend, oh like, God. just by accident, it was like oh his, that went to like some museum and like got a bunch of ammunition and just went through. I've taken fucking shrooms in there. I've oh, taken weed, the whole thing. <laughs> the people that take, the people that that, that take the shit they do in, through airport security, dude. They don't check that. No. You're on wow. your own. But at least, like, in the access to the plane. <laughs> not up. just, you know what I mean? Yeah, not just getting through security. Someone getting in and operating a plane. plane. Like, is there a key? Maybe he did have log a lot of hours There's on no PlayStation 4. There's no key? No. No key on a plane? No. So you just kind of turn Key? What do you think? is like an ignition? <laughs> well, but, but think about how many buttons you have to press to take off. Like, sure. I, like, I would never feel comfortable flying a fucking flighter jet. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. A charter jet. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe his Xbox game was a real detailed simulator, and he just was pressing buttons, and that shit started moving. Crazy, dude. Either way, uh, you know, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, RIP, my G. G, Lord. We're talking about you. I mm-hmm. mean, that... I, I give him props. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, he's a legend. I'd go out that yeah, way. He's a, yeah, he's a legend. It was a blaze of glory. Yeah, blaze of glory. Um, a young Harrison Ford. Wow, <laughs> lots, lots been going on in sports too. Yeah. Um, Carmelo. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 tournament, but we can do talk about something else. <laughs> yeah, de- definitely not. <laughs> definitely fucking not. Not on some sumo shit like you. <laughs> Although living the sumo wrestler life is something I've always wanted to do. <laughs> I could That's totally so own. fucking you, bro. Yeah, yeah. I just think I, I like in the NBA. You know, I just want to talk about this Carmelo thing. Carmelo was on the Knicks last year. No, he's on OKC. He's on OKC, right? Yep. And he left in a trade where he got bought out by the Hawks. Yep. For twenty-seven million, something like that, and now he just signed a two-point-four million-dollar deal with the Houston Rockets today. Mm-hmm. Actually, July, August. What's the date? Eleven. <laughs> today. Yeah. Today is, uh, I believe, August eleventh. I think that's yeah. right. Thirteenth. Yeah. Thirteenth. Jesus. Jesus Christ, we're two yeah. days off. Jesus. That's what I'm saying. The thirteenth. So, I mean, I just think it's interesting because what a win. For Carmelo. You think so? Um, yeah. Why? Because I don't think OKC is going to be that good this year. I mean, they always, like, they always are, I... I, I think that I don't... Yeah, no, but, I, like, when I say that good, I mean, like, <clears throat> I don't think they're going to go to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, yeah. Well, no one is. It, it, I mean, it doesn't matter who's looking That's at the other saying. end of the barrel of Golden State. But it's you know just, what? Maybe it is they what will. it is. Maybe they will. Maybe they will win it this year. You know, like I highly everyone, doubt it. Everyone's saying it's going to be Lakers, Golden State. I don't think it's even going to be the Lakers necessarily. No, I don't think so. Either. And I mean, I'm a diehard Lakers fan, but it's a it's LeBron, the Goonies that he has recruited, 
to which beat is, ass. Which is actually wild. I don't know uh, yeah. I've seen the roster. And then it's the it's, young boys who haven't been in the playoffs yet. Yeah. So it's an it's a real interesting team, but they need a year. But literally, Carmelo is getting paid $30 million, and, he, and they could win a championship this year. Oh, no. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I mean, Carmelo is... He's Iverson. He's like the best player usually on his teams, and the reason they'll never win. He needs the. There's only one basketball. Last time I checked in in the NBA. Yeah. And who's gonna hold it? Chris Paul, uh, Harden, or Carmelo? I'm saying if they can figure it out as a team. Sure, but if Carmelo it was a spot up shooter, then yeah. But he plays ISO ball. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't really work with a point guard and another guy like if, Harden who has if, to shoot 80,000 times. If they can play team ball. Right. <laughs> they can win. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. But that's what they were trying to figure out on OKC. Well, and it didn't happen. It did not work. No. It did not work. Um, either way, you know what I'm saying? Everyone in that everyone in that conference can get dicked down by the so Warriors. Who, 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 Hard. Who do, you, who do you think wins next year? Phoenix Suns. Ooh, we. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah Brooke, Brooker. Uh, who goes to the NBA Finals? Uh, it's going to be Boston and uh, Golden State, probably. And then it's all set up for next year for LeBron and uh, Kyrie. Oh, uh, not Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie to go at it in the Finals. I'm going to say it's going to be... It's funny, like, I'm going to say it's going to be the Raptors because I love the Raptors. What are you thinking? <laughs> but, you know, it's funny how— First, like the Suns, I think. It's funny. No, we're better than the Suns. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just, it's just funny how good Philly and Boston are going to be this year. Yeah. I think it's Boston, good. I mean, whew, putting up that fight without Kyrie? Come on. It's going to be a good year um, for the NBA. I'm super excited. Boys, this is a super good episode, I feel. Oh yeah, um, we went across the ocean on this. Yeah, I don't know how many. I don't know how long we've been recording for, but feels um, feels real nice. Before we get out of here, I want to shout out Evan for coming through. Evan Fox, love you both, the man, young Arizona. I feel Jew. so much closer to both of you. <laughs> Me too. Um, if you want, you can follow Evan at Yeasty Boys, Yeasty Boys Bagels, Yeasty Boys Bagels, and you can also follow him at Bagel Lord sixty nine. That's my personal IG. Hey, following ladies. them both yeah, right now. That, Enter with caution. DM. <laughs> uh, of course, Chris, please. Chris underscore please. Chris underscore please. My guy, Chris Burns. Yeah. yeah. Can I, can I plug something real quick? I was just about to say, Chris. I know you got so much going on. Chris is one of the biggest comedy producers in the city. If you didn't know, I got also. Comedy Juice every Wednesday. Hollywood Improv. But more exciting than that, Store Horseman, first ever live show. This Sunday. Oh, wow. You got any pro wrestling fans that listen to you here in the L.A. area? You want to watch SummerSlam here at the Comedy Store? It's going down. A bunch yeah. of motherfuckers talking shit over the Yo, that's actually genius. Yeah, it's I'll going f- down. Oh, they have a huge wrestling podcast called The Store Horseman. All right, I'm, I'm fucking just... You're I'm, invited. I'm in, bro. <laughs> and uh, uh, so, yeah. Uh, and Comedy Juice, I'm actually doing that this week. You are. Right. Uh, Heavy yeah. will be in the building. Yeah. Um, it's um, going to be a good show. Chris D'Elia, Scalar Brothers... Jay Farrow and Love Heavy. That. Love that. And uh, also, too, you've got the Irvine Comedy Irvine Juice. every Tuesday. Irvine Comedy Juice at the uh, Irvine Improv. And I'm actually doing that the following week, the day before Heavy yep. Sets, yep. which is the 22nd at the Hollywood Improv. Um, yo, flourish onwards. <laughs> stay greasy. Um, stay positive. Stay flourishing. Peace, love, and bagels. Peace, One love, time. Peace, love, and bagels. Bagel south of the 10 comes soon. <laughs> oh, we need a south of the 10 bagel. <laughs> One time. Let's make a fucking hood-ass fried chicken bagel, dog. Wood crush. Let's get it. One time. We're doing that. That's our next collab. Love it. Fuck it. 
Let's get it.